Hello and welcome to the Everything's Black Mike podcast and it's a very special episode today and that is because it's Christmas Day for Newcastle United fans, their 20 year wait to return to the Champions League is over, Newcastle United in a couple of hours are getting set to face AC Milan, I'm Newcastle United at Aaron Stokes, I'm currently here in Milan, the local time is half past 10 let me tell you, it's been an action-packed trip so far. Myself and Lee Ryder flew out from Manchester on Monday. Kieran Kelly, uh, our Chronicle reporter, flew out late last night. Um, and we've already seen so many Newcastle United fans taking over the, the city centre. Obviously, lots of them gathering at that canal. We also saw um, some fans dotted in and around the San Siro last night. Um, the atmosphere really shaping up and it feels like every street corner you turn you can hear a chant about Anthony Gordon or Bruno Gomez or any of the others off the hymn sheet now plenty to discuss um, as I've just said it, it's been a busy day especially yesterday it was a long day we also had Eddie Howe's press conference um, on the evening at the San Siro it was due to take place at 7pm local time but unfortunately you know us press weren't told that there'd been a huge delay um at the Newcastle United end. They obviously flew out yesterday morning, Monday morning, um, training at Benton on the morning instead of training at the San Siro. We'll go into a little bit more detail about that later in the podcast. Um, but Newcastle United were held on the runway for a couple of hours. It meant they didn't get in. They didn't actually land until about 20 past seven Um Milan time, obviously after the press conference was was due to begin, um, which meant Eddie Howe and Sandro Tonali had to race from the airport, um, the two of them jetting straight to the to the San Siro to speak to us and the Italian press, um, while the other team, uh, while the other players went to the hotel, they won't get to see the San Siro until they literally walk out this evening when they play AC Milan in just a couple of hours. But let's dive straight into yesterday. Then, as I said, it was a, a busy day. Myself and Lee Ryder were first down at the um, Navigli Canal. It's where the Newcastle United Supporters Club have set up their base. It's where you found quite a lot of black and white shirts and the green Saudi-inspired third kits yesterday dotted about in the cafes and bars and restaurants and pizzerias. Um, just soaking in a little bit of the calm before the storm, um, before obviously tonight's action gets underway. Um, very very you know nice location that they've chosen. They've worked in in contingency with with Milan Police and Northumbria Police to make sure that this is a you know essentially a safe area for Newcastle United fans to watch the game. We're expecting a couple of the bars on that uh, canal sort of um, edge to to have the game on tonight. Um, well, you know, 4,000 fans pack into the San Siro away and with the, the 16 toilets between them, which has been well documented. Um, but as I said, you know, the atmosphere is just completely building. But let's let's dive into the press conferences. There was a lot to talk about, obviously, when Eddie Howe eventually got there. There was apologies for, you know, keeping us waiting so long and the delay obviously was out of their hands. Um, I'm sure if you've been on social media, you've seen the, the storms that hit Milan yesterday at about 4, 5 p.m. local time. It was absolutely wild, you know, Wind. We we were walking through the San Siro concourses, you know, sort of before the con uh, the press conference started, and you could sort of feel and hear the wind like whistling around the old empty stadium, um, and the rain was absolutely biblical. So that obviously caused flight delays across Milan. Not ideal for Newcastle, um, who would have ideally liked to have been in set up in their hotel. They were already cutting it quite fine anyway, given Eddie Howe sort of wanted to, to um train at Benton instead of training at the San Siro. Now, he was, of course, asked about that. It was a, a talking point for, for the local media. The Italian press, uh, funnily enough, I was sat next to two or three Italian journals in the press conference. They all had the headsets on, they were getting it translated, and they, they couldn't understand why the English press and the, and the sort of local media from Newcastle were asking about this delay so much. They wanted to talk about Sandro Tonali, they wanted to talk about the Champions League, they wanted to talk about sort of anything but this flight delay, but I think, 
it is important to talk about it. You know, Eddie Howe made the decision to, to fly out quite late. They were already cutting it, you know, quite fine anyway, which is well within their right. You know, Newcastle informed UEFA that they were going to be training at home rather than over in Italy. Um, but it's not ideal preparation, you know, 24 hours before the big game, not getting to see the stadium, everything like that. Um, but Eddie Howe's played it down. He said he believes that this is the right course of action. Uh, he believes that he was right to make the players train on Tyneside and then let them fly out. He says that, you know, these delays are part and parcel um, in their sort of field. They say they have these delays all the time. Um, and just asked about that, he said, you know, whether problems did delay us taking off. We were sat in the room with some time. It's nothing out of the ordinary for us, but apologies for being late. Um, we've been in similar situations in the past. Now, when we just started getting talked about the football, um, you know, the Italian press were asking him obviously about Sandro Tonali. They were also asking him about the work he did in Italy when he had that little break from management when he left Bournemouth. Um, he took a bit of time out the game. He went to Spain. He went to Atletico Madrid. He went to a few leagues to shadow a couple of coaches. You know, learn some insight into the game. But funny enough, Eddie Howe has never been to a Champions League game. He always says that he's been too busy. He actually said, it's like, I've always been too busy working, but it will be a proud moment for everyone after so long. We have to be at our best. Now, huge occasion for Eddie Howe, not just for Newcastle United. You know, everybody's talking about, oh, it's, what's the first time in two decades, they're back. You know, how good is it for the fans? But I think I just want to take a moment to talk about Eddie Howe's journey. You know, him and Jason Tindall started at the very bottom of the football and pyramid. They've worked their way up. They've obviously... Worked wonders with Bournemouth, and I bet you when Eddie Howe, you know, eventually left Bournemouth after that fantastic job he did, keeping them up for so long before they eventually succumbed to relegation, I bet there's no way he thought that in his next managerial job, after only a season at the job, um, that he would be playing, you know, or leading the team out in the Champions League for the very first time. So, Eddie Howe, we know what he's like. He's very calm, composed. He doesn't like to give too much away. He's got a little bit of a poker face when it comes to that sort of stuff. Um... But I hope for him he can just sort of take a moment to enjoy the San Siro and enjoy the atmosphere. And, you know, ultimately, if they don't get three points, I don't think he'll be very happy. That's just the type of manager he is. But a very, very good thing to see him, you know, sort of getting the rewards for all that hard work on the trainer pitch over the years. Of course, we couldn't go to a Milan press conference at the San Siro without talking about and to Sandro Tonali. Eddie Howe was quizzed about him and his sort of start to life in Newcastle. And he said he's really committed to Newcastle, living there, the language and everything we wanted him to do. It's very difficult to transfer from another country. I really like him as a person. He's serious towards his game, which I like. He's a leader, and I'm excited for what he can be for us both now and in the future. Now, Sandro Tonali, when he entered the press conference about five minutes after Eddie Howe finished, the Italian media all got up. They all sort of stood out their chairs. They were, you know, waving, ciao, Sandro. They were taking their photos. They were taking videos. They were all sort of giddy to speak to him. Um... Bearing in mind, they probably were doing interviews with him just three, four months ago when he was still an AC Milan player. The Italian press sort of dominated this side of the of the um, conference. You know, they started asking him about, you know, did you really want to leave Milan? You know, what's it like at Newcastle? They were sort of really pushing him on that question of, did you actually want to leave Newcastle United? Now, we know he's a boyhood AC Milan fan. We know that, you know, he's, he's captained them on occasion. He's led them to a Champions League semi-final. He's led them to a Scudetto title. He's, he's a huge leader in that team, despite the fact he's only 23. Um, and Sandro Tonali, when he first came out, did say, well, you know, I did feel a little bit lost when I first joined Newcastle United. And I think that's brave of him to open up about that. He said, you know, I... I was lost and, and it's a new environment, moving leagues is hard. But then he said, after the first match, I felt at ease. I was happier thanks to Eddie Howe and his full team. They've really helped me in my personal life. My teammates have been amazing, especially with the language, understanding and communicating with the others. Everything changes after moving to the Premier League. Now, 
it, I can't stress enough how much he wanted to drive that point home. He mentioned it three or four times throughout the interview. He said, I, I really want to thank the, the full team, the staff. He says the staff behind the scenes, Eddie Howe and his coaching team have done literally everything. They've helped him buy a house over there. They're helping him with the language. We understand that. He's obviously having uh, daily Italian lessons after, tra- uh, sorry, daily English lessons after training. Um, but it must be hard. Young lad, AC Milan fan, maybe, you know, on, on another day, he wouldn't have joined Newcastle United if Milan hadn't have been, you know, so receptive to an offer from Newcastle. But he says, I think I'm going to feel the emotion tomorrow at 90%, today it's at 10%. I've met some people I'm familiar with in Milan and have been in touch with them. Um, these are hard emotions because they don't happen all the time in football, but they're special and I'll remember them forever. This is the team I supported and the team that gave me a chance to succeed. I'm here as a rival and I have to manage that, but it won't be a problem. And that's the thing. He's a Newcastle United player now, even though he was, you know, reliving his Milan days very, very fondly. Um, you know, he, he he did make it clear that he's really, really enjoying Newcastle United. And the reason he might be enjoying, enjoying Newcastle so much is because he's found arguably the best local in Gosforth. And that's because he was, of course, spotted at the job bullman a few months ago. It became this big social media sort of infamous story now that he's, you know... Uh, spotted in a Weatherspoons just a couple of weeks after joining, we had to ask him. You know, we had to ask him the question of, you know, why on earth were you in that Weatherspoons? And he said, um, that it was of course one of the one of the teammates that recommended him. He said after the Villa game, I asked about restaurants or bars or clubs, and I didn't receive the answer that I was expecting. But it was fun too. I spent a night in the pub with my family, and it was a special night. I tell you what. I've been in the job Bowman and I'm not too sure I've had many special nights in there. But good to see that he's clearly taken it in a stride. He took the question very well. He was, you know, sort of lively livening up what was a little bit of a tense press conference at times, um, you know, given the delay. But very, very good to see that he'll be back out leading Newcastle United out tomorrow night, back at his former stomping ground. Newcastle United fans, as I mentioned, already taken over Milan. We're expecting, you know, that to double and triple today as to, you know, fans. I've already seen this morning fans flying from Gatwick and Heathrow and, you know, praying that there's no late delay so that they can actually get to Milan um, with a little bit of time to spare, whether they're going to San Siro or whether they're going to try and find a little spot to watch it around the city. Um, but just to get a flavour of what it's like here, it's, it's been absolutely fantastic. We obviously flew from Manchester Airport on Sunday quite early, you know, quite quite a lot earlier than you know, most fans, but even in Newcastle United Airport, we, uh, sorry, in Manchester Airport, we saw a load of Newcastle fans. I was sat next to two or three of them on the plane, you know. They're just an absolute dream land. And I think, I'm not too sure how, how popular this, this opinion will be that I'm going to give, but this game sort of reminds me of Wembley back in February. And in, in, in that sense that if you ask anybody, how was Wembley? How was the, the cup final experience? They'll tell you it was amazing. Trafalgar Square was amazing. Just being there in a cup final was amazing. The result, yes, obviously it was disappointing to lose to Manchester United. Yes, it was disappointing not to give them maybe a you know a little bit more of a more of a run for their money. But it takes nothing away from from the experience. And I think tonight, I don't want to get ahead of myself, and I'm I'm not trying to play Newcastle United's chances down. But if Newcastle United put up a good fight and lose narrowly tonight, you know Eddie Howe's not going to be happy. But I think Newcastle United fans will just still relish the experience. They'll still just be glad that they're in um, this fantastic city and this amazing country, experiencing it with their friends and their family. Um, and look, they, they're going to they're gonna hopefully give them a good go. It's going to be very interesting to see how Eddie Howe goes tackle. Do they go and attack AC Milan like they attack other Premier League teams? Or do they sit back and maybe try counter-attack? And that's what Inter Milan did on Saturday in the Milan derby. And they won 5-1. AC Milan dominated possession 
but they were absolutely spanked, you know, against their closest rivals. A, a couple of the Italian papers that we've had a look at in the next couple of days, uh, sorry, in the last couple of days, they've had sort of the words crisis and and those sort of uh, superlatives splashed across the front and back pages about Milan's current setup. Um, but taking off, you know, taking off and away from them, and and I think we need to disregard that result slightly on Saturday. We know Eddie Howe said that. Yes, at the press conference, he certainly would be. In terms of today, um, we'll have a couple of podcasts. We'll have loads of video content on our social media channels as well, so keep an eye out for that. I'm personally going to go to the um, the youth game, Newcastle United Youth, the under-21s are playing Milan under-19s um, in a little small stadium south of the city centre, which should be a, a good experience. We'll then be heading into the, the city centre to take in the match with some fans. We've got Lee Ryder and Kieran Kelly also out here. Um, they're going to be... Speaking to some fans before the game and then they're going to head over to the San Siro later this evening. Thank you very much for listening. Um, wherever you're listening, whether you're in Newcastle, elsewhere or whether you're here in Milan with me ready for the game. I hope wherever you're watching it, you enjoy it. Um, and thank you very much for listening. <laughs>